From Nevada Public Radio, I'm Joe Shaneman. It's State of Nevada. Will they or won't they? The future of the Okanese baseball team, whether they remain in the Bay Area or relocate to Las Vegas, remains to be seen. But the move to Las Vegas seems to be getting a lot more support. But some big questions remain. One is, where would it be built? The other, who's going to pay for it? And if the team relocates and it has the blessing, maybe even the encouragement of Major League Baseball, it would be the fourth Major League team to land in Las Vegas in six years. Meanwhile, the team is also still chasing a $12 billion dream of a new stadium and residential retail development in Oakland, so nothing is certain. And for for those of you who remember the building of the Allegiant Stadium, home to the Oakland Raiders, supported with some $750 million in room taxes over 30 years, do you like the idea of Oakland coming here and potential some kind of public support for that stadium? If you do, how should it be paid for? More tax dollars? Let the team pay for it? Tax breaks for the team? Or another room tax? Should Las Vegas roll out the carpet for a new major league team? Mick Akers is the sports business reporter at the Review Journal who's been covering the story. Mick, welcome back to the program. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me back. It's great to have you, Mick. So you were at the big league weekend game last Saturday at Las Vegas Ballpark in Summerlin. The A's played the Reds as part of the spring training tradition. And you wrote that the debate about the future home of the Oakland Athletics was on full display. What did you mean by that exactly? Yeah, so we had a, I talked to some current and former players there, and you know they all had their own opinions on that. Um, talked to their all-star pitcher, Paul Blackburn. He's a Bay Area uh, native, so he said, "Hey, selfishly, I would love for the the stadium situation to work out in Oakland and keep the team up there." Talked to Jason Giambi, one of their former greats. He said, "Hey, Las Vegas is you know dying to have more uh, professional teams out here. They're they're going to support them all." Uh, he, he thinks it would thrive out here, and he, he would really hope that the A's uh, situation ends up here in Las Vegas. Uh, fans obviously out there were 100% behind it uh, coming back. A lot of them were hoping that it might get announced, you know, at the big league weekend, which it, you know, obviously did not. So, you know, um, just a lot of opinions from players, fans, and, and, and you know, just everyone there. Really? The fans were actually talking about it? Yeah, I was going up and chatting with a few of them. Um, obviously, um, a lot of them were trying to get autographs from players and stuff. Um caught a lot of them that are actually from the Bay Area, the transplanted here. So, you know, hearing them saying, hey, we would love them to move from there to here to Las Vegas, even though they're Bay Area natives was kind of surprising. Uh, so, you know, it looks like it's kind of getting the momentum of fans from the Bay Area because, uh, you know, I was up there several times over the last few years when this whole relocation thing started. And, you know, we get a lot of ill will from people up in the Bay Area. So, you know, just hearing some former residents that are living down here. So obviously maybe it changes their opinion a little bit, uh, you know, just voicing their support for the team to move out here was kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a major league game at a minor league park. Our, our minor league team is the Aviators. I wonder if you think the talk of the A's moving to Vegas has an impact on the minor league team. Is it a big deal to those players? Uh, you know, obviously it's their affiliate. So some of the players are going to be playing uh, down here in Vegas and then they'll get called up and go play in Oakland. Uh, I don't think it has any impact on the players or the situation as far as fan support out here. We've, um, the Aviators have had some of the biggest crowds, uh, you know, since they started playing at Las Vegas Ballpark, moving away from Cashman Field. Uh, so, you know, as far as support or anything like that, it hasn't really drummed it up either way, I would say. Even though one fan said, hey, when I moved here from the Bay Area and I didn't know what the Aviators were, I saw the A's name on there. So, I, you know, I, I bought season tickets right away. So, you know, there are some fans like that. But, you know, I, but with the the fan support already there and, you know, they're 
kind of selling some of these games out. Uh, it looks like, you know, the aviators already had their, their, their stronghold there with their brand new stadium out in downtown Summerlin. Uh, is attendance up? Uh, it's been pretty much around the same. It was up about 5% in 2022 from 2021, obviously returning from the COVID years. So, you know, you're going to see this uh, attendance kind of keep growing up. It was, you know, hovering around nine to 10,000, uh, you know, just before the pandemic. So, you know, it's kind of that gradual increase, you know, inching back up towards that. And what about the A's ownership, uh, uh, Mr. Logan and, and everybody? What, what are they saying about the potential of the A's moving here? You know, Logan's pretty tight-lipped about that. You know, he doesn't kind of want to say anything either way. Obviously, he has his own business with the Aviators. So, uh, you know, he's he been pretty tight-lipped about that, you know, not offering much uh, either way if he wants him to come here or not. Now, for well over a year, the team has been trying to get a $12 billion deal to stay in Oakland. Right now, where are those negotiations between the city and the Oakland City Council and the A's? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. They've been pretty uh, quiet on the, on the Oakland front, and they had some changeover with some of the city council members. They got a new mayor. Um, she hasn't been very vocal about it. She's only said, hey, I would love to keep them here, but not at the cost of taxpayers. Um, she hasn't talked to Major League Baseball Commissioner uh, Rob Manfred yet, and you know, incoming Governor Joe Lombardo has already uh, spoken with him. So obviously you know, that kind of shows you, you know, where the, the situation is sitting right now. And you, you have been talking to a lot of people about this, including the A's team president, Dave Caval. He wants the stadium at Oakland's Howard Terminal, which is on the waterfront. But, but do they think the government, I mean, what does he say? Does he think the government's moving their way? You know, there's a certain point where, you know, it looks like they were working towards maybe having, you know, a middle ground and some of that on the term sheet there. Because July in 2021, the city council approved their own version of the term sheet of what, you know, the development agreement might look like to, you know, build a $12 billion Howard terminal out there. Uh, the A's had some issues with some of the the agreements in there, mainly around offsite infrastructure and affordable housing included in the project. So, um it's been since July, 2021, and they've had the exact same issues on that. And they've been trying to work them out. Uh, you know, obviously here we are in 2023 and they still have the same issues. So I'd say it looks like there hasn't been much progress made on that. Mick Akers is the sports business reporter at the Review Journal, and he's been writing about the potential relocation of the Oakland A's to Las Vegas. The team's trying to make a deal with Oakland to stay there, but they have also been given the go-ahead by Major League Baseball to look elsewhere. And Las Vegas right now is the only place they're considering how do you feel about that? Would you welcome the A's the way Las Vegans seem to have apparently welcomed the Raiders, who also came from Oakland? Uh, does your opinion, though, hinge upon who ultimately pays for a new stadium, which would likely be built somewhere on or off the Strip? Do you have a different opinion if the state offers them tax abatements rather than uh, dir direct tax subsidies or taxes from room taxes, which is how Allegiant Stadium was partially built and funded? So, Mick, what about Las Vegas? What has the team recently done here while it waits on a decision from Oakland? You know, they've been in and out of here doing meetings with different people. They had a big meeting with some of the casino operators on the North Strip in downtown. Um, obviously, that's going to be centered around the Las Vegas Festival Ground site. Uh, so all those um, operators gave their full support to the A's saying, hey, we would love for you guys to relocate, relocate here, uh, talk to Scott Sabellia with Resorts World. I talked to Derek Stevens over at the Circa and his other properties downtown. And, you know, they're both full in. Uh, Derek Stevens even saying 
some of these people are complaining about, you know, maybe some public money going or public assistance going towards this are crazy not to support that because they don't know this impact that, you know, bringing the A's here will have on the community. So, you know, it looks like some of those um, North Strip people are very much behind this. Uh, they also still have talks going on with the Tropicana folks and the Rio site. So, you know, they've been kind of going around doing those rounds. They haven't been very uh, public about what they've been doing. Um, I've been having to get some of this information, you know, from sources and such. But, you know, they've been in here quite regularly. Yeah, of course, the North Strip uh, casinos and, and industries there would want them. There would be huge uh, benefit to the, the hotels and the casinos in that area. And we've talked about potential stadium locations for, for over two years now. Initially, rumors were that it would land on the Rio Casino plot on Flamingo Road. Then the team had whittled it down to about two dozen sites, uh, the Tropicana, the Las Vegas Festival Grounds at Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. And now the Rio is back in play as a possible site. So they have three options. How'd the real sneak back into this narrative, or, or was it ever really out? You know, it kind of, it's kind of unclear, because it seems like, you know, it was in initially, and then the A's cut their list down to two sites. And then at one point, it looked like it was kind of hinging towards going toward the Tropicana. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you had, no, we still have the festival grounds in sight, and then guess what, now the Rio's here. And then the Rio confirmed that, uh, Dreamscapes, the owner of the Rio property now, uh, saying, hey, We'd love to have a Major League Baseball stadium built here. And just to be clear, we wouldn't implode in the Rio. We're going to keep that. It would be built next door to us. They have about 88 acres of total land over there, so they could work it out. They have a large parking lot that just off the 15 there that they could probably build that on. So they just also secured $850 million to renovate the Rio, which, you know, that, that property has been renovated for some time, so it needs that mm-hmm. pretty badly. So, you know, it looks like um, uh, I think – Maybe they just snuck back in at the last moment. Maybe that $850 million in renovation kind of spurred something. I'm not sure how that worked out. But, you know, they, they came back and snuck back in. And what about the Tropicana? That's only 35 acres in total. I wonder if there's clarity on where that stadium might go. Or, or could that hotel be an upcoming implosion or, or part of the stadium? Yeah, they just had their investors call. And, you know, they said, hey, we're still pondering on some uh, – you know, what we're going to do with that land, um, redevelopment, potentially, they said, hey, we're still talking with the A's, and I've been told the A's are still talking with them as well. So, you know, that's still ongoing as well. So with that site being more around 35 acres or so, I'm not sure if you're going to be able to put a stadium and keep a hotel or build a new one. So I think if it happens there, it's going to end up just being the ballpark itself. And then I want to go back to the Las Vegas Festival Ground site. This is at Sahara and Las Vegas Boulevard. The team's management recently met with North Strip casino operators, uh, the Sahara and other places. Uh, do you have any idea what those properties might do for the team or, or what benefits they could bring to the team if they moved a stadium there? I was sure, you know, with the Raiders, when they moved here with the Legion Stadiums, they inked the number of partnership deals with uh, multiple resort companies. You see their names inside and outside of the stadium. Uh, but sure, that same exact thing would happen with the A's if they move up there. They're going to get some of those north end properties, some of those downtown properties, have some property um, partnerships. Um, obviously, you'd see some signage in there. I'm sure they would build, you know, some kind of uh, relationship, maybe some packages. Obviously, Major League Baseball game series are a little bit different in NFL. It's not just one game. You'll have multiple games throughout a week or a weekend. So you can maybe have some package deals with some rooms and game tickets. Um, you know, I think the, the possibilities with what that can entail are pretty endless um, with the North End and the downtown properties. And Phil Ruffin owns those festival grounds and the nearby Circus Circus Casino. Has he said anything about this? 
not directly. I've been in contact with with uh, his assistant, and she's you know relayed some info, saying yeah, we're still talking. Um, you know, he's not ready to talk to the media at this time. Uh, but you know, there's some ongoing dialogue between me and his team. I'm just trying to I'm trying to get him, but obviously get his um, opinions on what on what just exactly what that might entail. Uh, but you know, just from talking with people around town, uh, you know, some of these people that have some of these knowledge of the of the ballpark dealings, uh, it seems like the the momentum's kind of shifting towards the festival ground site, even though the Rio emerged. But you know, it seems like with all that support out there, it seems like that's kind of where the focus is lying right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you've also reported that Governor Joe Lombardo has met with the A's about possibly moving here. The governor has said he will not support a new tax to fund a potential stadium like uh, what happened with the Legion Stadium. But he said there might be tax advantages or other economic programs if the, the team chose Las Vegas. Give us some ideas on what that could look like. Yeah, obviously tax abatements, they can, you know, whatever they build out here, they can get some tax breaks in that. They can have a tax finance district, which would generate taxes if it's built here. It wouldn't, you know, they, those taxes wouldn't be made possible if they don't have the stadium there. So that's going to generate some tax money as well. So, you know, just a few possibilities. Obviously, you know, they have some lobbyists up right now at the legislature trying to drum up some interest, maybe with some other potential uh, tax money. But with Lombardo saying, I don't want to raise new taxes already multiple times. I don't know how likely that is, but they have a team of 11 lobbyists up there trying to drum up support. Um, so it looks like if there's some tax abatements or a district set up, I'm not sure if that's going to be enough. So obviously they're not going to send an army of lobbyists up north, you know, trying to drum up support for nothing. So it looks like they might be looking for a little bit more than that. And what about in California? I don't know if the governor there has weighed in or or what the the mayor of Oakland is saying now about this. I mean, are, are, we don't really have a reporter from uh, the Oakland area, but are, what are you reading uh, that that's happening up there with statements from public officials? Yeah, like I said, there's not much going on up there since, you know, they got the new mayor, Mayor Tao up there, um, reached out to her team multiple times and herself directly. Um, only thing I ever got back was we are still interested in keeping the A's here. Um, and that's a, about as far as I've gotten with them so far. Um, they haven't really said much publicly. I've been checking all their meetings, the city council meetings, all their agendas and stuff. And I haven't seen anything about Howard Terminal. Um, everyone I talk to is, are just saying, hey, there's really not much talks going on be- between the team and, you know, the city council members and the mayor. It seems like it's kind of maybe at a, a stall's worth there, but I'm not sure exactly. Obviously, I'm not up there. But just from what I'm reading and hearing and checking on, um, you know, it looks like it's it's kind of mellowed out up there a little bit. But uh, obviously, she's just got into into power there, um, Mayor Tao there. So um, obviously, there's some time to kind of work this out. But they're running out of time with Oakland with the Coliseum uh, lease runs out at the end of 2024 season. Um, Major League Baseball said we want to have some kind of binding deal in place well before then. So that's you know, t- the time's ticking on that. So obviously, in the longer they stay quiet, the longer that's going to work it against them. If they did make a deal with Las Vegas and it was for 2024, do you think, I mean, it seems like they would play at the uh, the minor leagues stadium in Summerlin and then hope to build a new one here. Uh, is that what you're hearing? Yeah, I've been told, you know, that's still in play. It's not definite. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff that has to be worked around, especially with the aviators who would potentially also still play there at the same time. So you'd have dual teams play there and that's going to be over 160 some odd games, which, you know, that's a lot of, a lot of uh, games that take in for, you'd have to think about the workforce. You'd have to think about the, the field. 
um, you know, everything in, in between that. So, you know, that's still in play. Uh, potentially they might go elsewhere, you know, for those, you know, two or three years it takes to build a stadium, uh, play there and come back here and have their grand entrance with their brand new stadium. Uh, I think there's still a lot of decisions to be made there. And are stadiums that are being built for baseball smaller? I mean, are, are these, these grand cathedrals anymore or would it, could it be something that's a lot cheaper than what we've seen in the past in other cities? Yeah, you know, just historically over the last, I would say, decade, two decades, you've been, you've been seeing the, the stadium size shrink a little bit. Obviously, um, with all the advancements in, in media and all that, you can be at your house and have a comfortable viewing spot and you have HDTV and all that kind of thing. So, you know, it's taken some of the, the fans away from the stadium. So they've shrunken. Um, most of the ones built in recent times have been around thirty to 35,000 seats, and that's what they're going to be looking at here. So it'd be about 35,000 seat retractable roof arena it would be um you know obviously keep that open for the the non-summer months mm-hmm. uh close it when it's 100 plus degrees obviously that, that would work in their favor kind of look at uh texas rangers new ballpark the, the a's went out there uh and, and toured that and kind of you know got the, the behind the scenes feel about that that has a retractable roof there as well so you know that's kind of a example look at what could be out here uh one billion dollars um it probably might go up a little bit they've been saying one billion dollars since 2021 obviously with inflation i'm sure that's going to rise a little bit but uh you know it's pegged around thirty-five thousand and 35,000 seats and about one billion dollars yeah you've reported the a's now have lobbyists at carson city for the legislative session Uh, team president dave caval is up there with uh, 10 others and that makes it seem like they're definitely looking for public dollars or public support because the legislature holds the power of the purse strings. Uh, do you have any idea what they are asking for? Yeah, it's, it's still unclear about exactly what. Um, I'm sure they'll be pushing for any kind of tax money they can get. Um, as we mentioned, Lombardo said he's not in favor of raising that, and he's going to have to sign any kind of bill that comes on his desk that, you know, regarding that. So um, it seems like they might be up there trying to drum up any kind of interest they can get from anybody up there. Um, so haven't seen exact bills or anything like that where they're kind of linked to uh still waiting to see what, what's going on up there but you know obviously they're looking to get whatever money they, they can get and the a's in major league are one of the worst teams out there they have one of the the lowest budgets for a team they're you know they're not known as big spenders they come they would come in they only won about 60 games last year do you think they would get much support here yeah, obviously, initially, anything that's coming out here and it's brand new, the fans are going to be pretty excited. That's going to last for a few years. And then once that wears off, obviously, the best thing to keep fans coming back is winning. Uh, a lot of people look at the situation up there in the ownership and how they have that money ball mentality where they're trying to spend as little as they can for the players that they have and try to get the most out of their players, uh, which, you know, worked some time here and there. They've had a few years of success, but, you know, not much recently. So, you know, a lot, the hope is if they come out here and they they put all this investment in in relocation, building a new ballpark, and uh, you know just moving the team out here, that they would potentially start you know spending a little bit more on the team side. That remains to be seen, but you know that's a, that's the hope at least from a lot of the fans I talked to. And if this happened, as we said earlier, this would be the fourth professional team in six years to come here. But there's also talk of Major League Soccer that wants to give Las Vegas its next team. What about movement on that front? Have you heard anything? Yeah, so it, it's been about a year since they entered into it, a, a contract agreement with MLS. Uh, Wes Edens and his partner are uh, looking to bring uh, MLS to town. Um, 
potentially over uh, Las Vegas Boulevard around Warm Springs area where they also would like to build that high-speed train station, which West Eden is also behind. Uh, that's been over a year, and it's it, they just had a meeting with the MLS commissioner, and he said it, Las Vegas is still in play and San Diego is now in play as well. There's also a billionaire backer in San Diego trying to push for that, and they have a brand-new stadium that is already open, open last year. Snapdragon Stadium out there where San Diego State plays collegiate football, and it's also built for soccer, so obviously they had their eye on the future there. So I think – having that come into play with a, a stadium already there and depending on how quickly they want this team to join the MLS. Uh, I think right now it's, it's looking like the momentum is shifting maybe towards uh, San Diego being the next team in MLS. Oh, really? Wow. That's interesting. I, I guess, uh, you know, that would really leave the NBA and there have been talk for years, many years on the NBA coming to Las Vegas. We have a WNBA team that won the championship last year. It looks like they're they're on the way to winning another one this year, potentially. But what have you heard about that? Yeah, so obviously, we, you know, they've had that long talked about Jackie Robinson backed one over, you know, right where the festival ground site might be, right next to the Sahara. Right, that comes that's, up like every five years or so. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's been an ongoing thing forever and ever. And they keep saying, we have the money, we're ready to go, we have it, we're going to start building. They've done that at least three times in, you know, in the last seven years and Right now, you go back. You go over there right now, and you see a big giant dirt lot, which is <laughs> the same situation as Ben. Uh, Clark County keeps approving to extend their agreements with them. Um, a lot of people around there are kind of wondering why. Um, I know the Sahara is ready to, you know, get that thing developed, whatever it might be. Uh, they're one of the ones that are kind of asking a lot of questions about how can we keep extending these deadlines for them when they're not, you know, they're not doing much at all except for moving dirt around on the site. So, you know, that one, I would say, is a pipe dream and likely will never come to fruition. You got the Oakview Group one. They're also looking to build over on Las Vegas Boulevard between Warm Springs and Blue Diamond Road. That's the same 300-plus acres of plot of land where the MLS Stadium and the Brightline Station could end up. That one, I know they've been working on some some of their plans on that. I've been getting some of their uh, renderings together and all that. They haven't released anything on that end just yet. I know that. Um, at some point down the line, that's going to come out. But OP Group has a long-standing reputation of putting these uh, arena projects together. Uh, Tim Lewicki, uh, one of the main guys over at Oakview Group, was also one of the people behind T-Mobile Arena when they built it out here. He's, he used to be uh, NBA president with the Denver Nuggets. He has long NBA ties. Uh, they were at Summer League last summer. Uh, Mark Bidet, former Raiders president, who's uh, working as a consultant with them on the arena project, he was also there. Uh, obviously, he has a lot of ties in Vegas, helping bring the Raiders here and building the 65,000-seat Allegiant Stadium. So, you know, I think that one has the momentum. And that one, you know, that one actually could take place and be built. That would also be centered around a, a resort. Um, so that's going to be a $3 billion total all-in resort slash arena project. Sounds pretty major, but um, everyone I talk to says, hey, they, they have the right people in place. And that one actually could, you know, come to fruition here. Well, that would be really interesting. Mick Akers is a sports business reporter at the Las Vegas Review-Journal. Mick, thank you so much. Hey, thanks for having me.